So where can you purchase eco-friendly fashion items from t-shirts to coats, wallets to duffel bags, and everything in between? GrapeCat.com. Better than an online shopping mall, GrapeCat.com is an online vegan retail store whose brands cause the least impact on your budget and the environment. If you believe we all should dress compassionately, visit GrapeCat.com. That's G-R-A-P-E-C-A-T.com. Hi, this is James and Chris Lucas from GrapeCat.com, and this is our first podcast talking about how we went from carnivores to vegan entrepreneurs. Yeah, creating a vision, seeking our passion. Great cat, compassion, fashion. Made in the U.S., eco-friendly. High quality without getting all spendy. We create the best, bringing it to you. Shirts, coats, wallets, everything we do. Dress with compassion, we're a vegan store. GrapeCat.com for more. Chris, what is your first food memory? I think it was with my grandma making cookies. I think. I I I just have a memory of being at their house in the Poconos and making cookies with her. Not necessarily Christmas cookies, but just cookies. And we did make Christmas cookies together, but just sort of the baking and spending time in the in the kitchen with her, I guess. And when you had meals with her, were they meat? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, she was born in 1915, so they, and she was the oldest of nine kids, I think. So she was sort of in charge of that stuff, and that's what they ate. They were meat and potatoes people. And then your parents also served meat at their meals. Oh, yes, definitely. I mean, we're Pennsylvania Dutch, so we have meat, potatoes, and then like something else. Cabbage, a cabbage product. <laughs> so, I mean, that's what, that's what I would be expected to eat. So I, and I found, of course, figuring it out later that I sort of had an aversion to some of the meats. You know, I, even though I, it was sort of expected that that's what you eat, I didn't want to eat ham. When it came time for like Easter, I wasn't really interested in eating something like that. So um, that should have been my first inkling of idea that I was going to eventually get rid of meat in my diet. But, you know, when you're a kid and you don't have people around you who eat that way, you know, you don't have anyone to really guide you. So I just kept eating meat. Yeah, I mean, that's how I was, too. It was like it holidays we'd have ham and turkey barbecues during the summer so our our menu is definitely meat heavy too and i never met a vegetarian until i moved here so it never even crossed my mind to even think about eating animals and connect my connection with animals how much i loved animals and how much meat i was eating at the same time well because nobody tells you about that Nobody says, oh, you love animals? You shouldn't eat them. Right. Which, I didn't know anyone to tell me that. that of course, was. now we know, and we told our daughter that, but 
people don't make the connection very easily. And, and, you know, we're not, we're, we're really not, um, accustomed to doing that because we get all of these ads and thrown in front of us. And then we just have sort of that expectation thrown at us as well, that things are going to be the same as they always were. So when you're, when you go and throw a wrench in it, like we, <laughs> we did saying that we're vegan, you know, or actually going fr- from carnivores to vegetarians to vegans, then, you know, people don't know what to do with you because they kind of think they have to approach you a little bit differently, I think. Yeah. So in 2002, I remember that I was working at Dow Jones and I just started losing the taste for meat. And, you know, we, we kind of did it together slowly. Well, you, I think we tried to do it together and then we stopped and then you picked it up again. And I, because Becca was little then, so I was still eating meat, although I don't think it was red meat. I think it was like turkey and chicken. You guys were just eating turkey and chicken at that point. Then we went vegetarian after you came back from the farm sanctuary gala, right? For me, it was definitely meeting the turkeys at farm sanctuary that I knew I knew when when we decided to go up there to their farm that I wouldn't be able to eat the turkeys afterwards. And then when we came we came home, I think we were just still eating cheese, right? Yeah, we were vegetarian. Yeah, cuz we were still vegetarian. So eggs, we were still eating eggs and mm-hmm. and some dairy. Yeah, like creamer and cheese. Right. Ice cream. Definitely ice cream. So in 2009, when I came to you and said, I want to start a vegan supper club, did you think I was crazy? Um, well, not because of the food choice. I just thought you're crazy because we have a tiny house and how are we going to fit people into the house, which I still think you're crazy, especially after you invited a million people here at Christmas time. Um, so it wasn't so much that it was vegan because you explained to me that, that it would open up more people coming, which I thought was fine. So that was okay. And it turned out that most of the people that we met at the beginning weren't vegan anyway. They were vegetarian and they wanted to be vegan, right? right. Or they were brand they were brand new vegans. So there were some vegans that came, but it was mostly vegetarians, wannabe vegans. And then after that, we started the blog from A to Vegan and that is still going. Uh, we are more involved with it before doing cooking videos and restaurant reviews. Um, Well, and that's what really prompted us to go vegan. Remember when we started doing that is that was really the impetus for us to go. Why are we still, why didn't we still have cheese in the house? Yeah. I mean, it really was after talking to people and trying better food, it just made no sense that we're still doing these things. Right. And speaking of better food, we've eaten so much better ever since then. Like the food choices are phenomenal because 
there are so many more choices open to us. I like food so much more. I hate cabbage. I've never liked cabbage, but I will eat it raw in a salad. Like that, that doesn't really, that doesn't really bother me. Remember I didn't like Brussels sprouts. Now I like Brussels sprouts. Like who would have thought I hated them, but now I will eat them. And the coconut stuff, I was never really a fan of before, but if I go to a vegan restaurant and they have some, something, some kind of coconut in there and the rest of it looks good, you know, if it's not primarily coconut, I'll try it. And coconut milk stuff is fine. That doesn't, uh, it's, I don't have an aversion to that, but I think I, I had more food aversions when I was a carnivore than I do as a vegan. You what find you- it easier just to try it. You're more adventurous now. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, 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 I that's one of the things I is so nice about where we live being able to go to a vegan restaurant and have a good selection of items on a menu. And then if you go with more than one person, you get to try everything. (laughs) And there have been times when we've gone to restaurants and pretty much eaten the whole menu. Like when we went to V Street, right? Right. We tried their whole menu the first time we went. (laughs) Because they're phenomenal. If you've never gone to V Street in Philadelphia, we would highly recommend it. It, it is, it's an experience. For, see, I would never have gone to that kind of restaurant when I was a carnivore because I would think, oh no, this has some kind of weird meat concoction in it, and I don't know what that is. So if I don't know what, it, if it wasn't beef of some sort or a poultry, then I didn't want to eat it. So, and I never knew. So, you know, do you know what I mean? Like a lot of the, the, for those who don't know, V Street has street food from all over the world. So, except of course it's veganized and, you know, I would never have tried it if it wasn't vegan because I wouldn't, I know I wouldn't like some of those flavors Right. and I wouldn't know what I was eating. It's kind of nice to know what you're eating. I guess I appreciate it more now that I do know. And I'm just much more aware of of the the food that I put in my mouth now, except, you know, like those potato chips that I had earlier. Sometimes you just need some potato chips. Sometimes you just need junk food. I do. So in, in 2013, we started greatcat.com. And one of the reasons I wanted to start it was because there's only three big companies in the United States. One is in Baltimore. There's Mooshoes in New York. There's um, Vegan Essentials in, I think it's Wisconsin. And there is Alternative Outfitters in LA. So there's really nothing on the East Coast. And it's pretty impossible to find... You were looking for shoes. Well, at first shoes, but then as we became vegan, I realized that there's other things that needed to be replaced. There needed to be coats and right, uh, t-shirts and and uh, belts. belts, wallets, everything that we carry. You know that on a daily basis we needed to replace as they they got old. So 
and it was hard to find. And I, the original idea was to start a store, but the financial burden was a lot to open a store with rent and insurance and security and registers and all that stuff. So we did start with an online store and our first event was at Bethlehem, which is now a great event to go to. That's Bethlehem Veg Fest, which is every August in Bethlehem, PA. Yeah. So that was our first event and that went really well. It's a, it's always been a really good event too. There's always been a, a good crowd, lots of music that's been fun, and they always have some animals that are there. <laughs> and they always have amazing food. For adoption or, or just, um, I guess, I think they're mostly f- for the sanctuaries. Like they'll bring, sometimes they bring the pigs out for yeah. the pig sanctuary the pig, and stuff. Pig sanctuary is always there. So, and then 2014, we started traveling a little bit more, getting more adventurous. I started doing the Brooklyn Vegan Shop Up. We went to DC Veg Fest and did that. That's another great event. That's a great event. There's 10,000 people It's huge. Uh, This last year, in 2015, it was raining. It was cold. There's a two-hour to three-hour line for vegan treats. Uh, Jane Velez Mitchell was there as a host. Uh, Rich and Kate from Veg were there speaking. They're they're also the proprietors of V Street. So there's a lot of people there. But we did start traveling a lot more. We uh, in 2014. Let's see, in 2014 we did a lot of shows, a lot more shows. I think we might have done Baltimore too. Oh right, I right? forgot about we Baltimore. went to Baltimore. We did two Baltimore shows. Right, we did the Soul Fest too. We did the Baltimore Veg Fest, right? Which is in uh, beginning of May. That's usually in May, and then Soul Fest, which was in, it's in September. September that year. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Both great events. Um, the well organized, great events. Um, so this in 2015. This past year. So this past. So this past year. Great Cat has become my full-time job, and that allowed me to even travel more. So this last year, I've traveled from Boston down to Miami doing different veg fests. So this has really expanded our business, and we've met a lot of great people, a lot of great vendors. So what was your favorite thing that you did this year? My favorite thing would be taking my daughter up to Buffalo in early August for the Buffalo Veg Fest, which this is only their second year. It's beautiful up there. It's only an hour outside of Niagara Falls. Um, That was one of my favorites, just because I got to share it with her. Uh, We had a great time in Boston, seeing colleges. I got to see some friends in Tampa Bay. We had a cold, rainy day for... Uh, D.C. this year and Charlottesville. We had incredibly hot days for Richmond. I thought I was going to pass out in Richmond. (laughs) So we had a busy year. I was gone almost every weekend from April through December, really. Manhattan once and then uh, Brooklyn Brooklyn twice. Brooklyn twice, 
So it's been an incredibly busy year, but very profitable. And we're looking for a more profitable year this year. So what do you want to do next year? Like where else do you want to go? Do you want to, do you want to go someplace different? Yeah. I mean, we're definitely trying to get to Pittsburgh and Chicago next year. Um, We've got to see some colleges. So (laughs) do some college hunting. I think we're going to do a veg fest and college hunting the same weekend. So we're going to be busy next year, too. Yeah, it was fun. I mean, we're always busy, and there's always something going on. I think um, people are surprised when we tell them how many events we go to. They're, uh, non-vegans don't realize how much vegans like to congregate. <laughs> yeah, and we just hit them on the East Coast. There's yeah. so many in Texas and California. There's a bunch. There's... Uh, you know, there's some in the Midwest. There, every year it's growing. There's now two in Arizona. Yeah. So this is a growing movement. We're pretty excited that people are getting on board. And um, it's really nice when we get to meet people too. When they come out and they talk to us and just kind of hang out with us during the day, and and we chat with them to talk about vegan products and food and things like that. And I think it's for us, it's nice to see um, other vegans and then people who are sort of veg curious because there's a lot of veg curious people that come out. Yeah. And also as a vegan, you usually feel alone doing it. So it's nice to know that there's, you're surrounded by other vegans and there's not a problem. You don't have to ask what you're going to eat. You know, it's vegan. It has to be vegan at these shows. So you already know that you can just walk up to any of the stands and not have to ask a bazillion questions that you're ready to go. And you also are supported by the speakers and everyone else who, who, you know, and the vendors too, because we've met a lot of people We have a lot of friends who are vendors as well, who we can't wait to see and spend time with when we go to different shows. I mean, we we like to spend time with people that, that, you know, and hang out with some of the vendors when we're there too, because we're all in the same boat together, you know, working these shows. And it's fun, you know, it's fun because it's a community. And I think a lot of times um, people who are vegan and they kind of decide themselves to be vegan. They don't have a meetup or another friend who they can really be supported by. If they come out to these shows, they get the support that they need from us. And like, remember we were at a show not too long ago and we were talking to a young woman about meeting a guy who is vegan, you know, stuff like that. Like she's concerned about meeting a guy who's, who is vegan. And I said, well, are, are you going to these shop ups and, and veg fests? Because I think that's where you're going to find someone, you know, hang out where the vegans hang out. It's, you know, it's a smaller community and, you know, we, we eventually meet each other and, you know, become friendly with one another and, and I think she was, she's sort of a new, I guess she was a new vegan and she was sort of testing the waters with uh, meeting somebody. So, and by the time we left that show, she, she was talking to a guy. So, so her, my advice must've worked. Well, it also helps 
even I know there's a lot of people that are like I'm vegan, I'm I have no problem with it, but we've met a lot of people through our group that were vegetarian and by having the group it made it easier for them to go vegan. And it also gives support cuz you you have commercials, you have friends and family that are just wanting you to go back to eating meat. And by having this support system, it makes it a lot easier to keep on track with what you believe. Yeah, I think we're fortunate because we have a smaller family. So the three of us are vegan. And um, my mom is vegetarian, almost vegan. And your mom will eat pretty much any vegan food. But, um, you know, like when we go down to your parents' house, we usually will have like if it's a holiday, we'll make something for us, but then all the sides are vegan. So your mom automatically makes all the sides vegan, which is nice because then we don't really, we don't have to worry about it. We can eat everything else. And then like I made a pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving that was vegan, which is no different and really a lot better than the one that has all the dairy in it. Cause I, it's, ugh. there's no reason just it's, it should be a whole bunch of pumpkin. And that's what this, pie is that I make. And it's so, it's so good and so much better. And it's so for us, it's been very easy in that transition. I know we, we have some friends who've had a harder time with it. Um, so we do recognize that some families are larger and, um, they don't for whatever reason, support people as much as some other families do. But if you find yourself in that situation where you don't think your family is being supportive, please reach out to a meetup group because there are plenty. I mean, there are three in our four in our general area, right? I can think of three people that run meetups besides ours. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. And they're all vegan. Right. So there's probably something near you. It, you might not have looked or looked enough, but who I never would have thought that I would have met some of the best people through that site, but meetup has been terrific for us. I think that really gave us the impetus to do everything that we have done in the past four years. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's also been a great support group. It's been a great friends. The Bucks County supper club that we started has transformed into not only doing a monthly potluck, but they go out to dinner, they do camping trips. It's become more of a social thing than we ever dreamed of. Yeah, I mean, there's a, a group of us that go out, you know, in in some form quite often. We probably see each other every week, uh, some of us, right? And, you know, it's just, it's nice because you can do something else besides eat food. Although we do eat a lot of food. I, I have to say that. We we like our food. We talk about food. We talk about food. We talk about the next place we're going to go get food. And then we usually then we usually want to go to some place like vegan treats or get some ice cream or something like that that's vegan. So we always we it always seems to be on our mind. But we don't have to we don't have to make the event around food, it just kind of ends up leading back to food most of the time. It's all about the food. 
Well, you know, that's what we got started for. So it's good, but it's also good because, um, I think when you are a new vegan and you're trying to do everything at once and be the best that you can, um, your next logical step is to change out your wardrobe and start finding vegan alternatives to things that, that you own or, you know, things that you're replacing, like your handbag and your shoes and your wallets and things like that. So I think that we sort of are, we kind of did it the way that, that I guess most people do it. They, they start by slowly going vegetarian and then going vegan and then go, um, I can't wear these shoes anymore. (laughs) Or I want to take all that wool out of my closet and, you know, get rid of it because I'm not going to wear it. I don't want to wear an animal on me. Um, and with our business now, I think, um, that's really what our goal is to try to educate vegetarians and vegans and, and even non-vegans who, who we've met plenty along the way who never realized that there are animal products in what they wear or that the, um, labor, how labor intensive and, um, you know, how some things are made overseas and how you can get some nice alternatives that are made in the U S or made with organic cotton and things like that. I think it, it's helped a lot of people see alternatives and that's really what we're trying to do to make a small change in the world. Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite brands that we carry is alchemy goods that they're made they're American made. They're made from recycled bicycle tires. Um, it's just a fantastic product. It's more durable than you'll probably ever need, especially in a wallet. It's just amazing. Do you have a favorite product that we carry? I think that Alchemy Goods bag that I have, that larger bag that I have that I put all my makeup in. Uh-huh. I love that thing. It's a uh, it's a dop kit that a dop kit. Yeah, down the middle. We've got. We've carried a small one before, but I have the big one. Yeah. And I like it because I could throw it around. <laughs> like, literally, I can throw it, and it's not going to do anything because it's made of a tire. <laughs> so it's not like it, I could wipe it off. Like, it can get wet. It's good for the, for the bathroom because it could get wet, and I could just wipe it off, and it doesn't, it doesn't affect it at all. It doesn't matter. And the inside, they have it lined. So I can wipe it out. And, and, you know, as people who wear makeup know, you got to wipe out your makeup kit every once in a while. So you could just take whatever, wipe it out, and then it's done. Like, it's it's durable. It's practical. I like things like that. I don't want to have to worry about, you know, is this thing going to break and spill all over the place? And, and then it's all over my bag, and I can't clean it up, or my bag's going to leak. This bag won't leak. Those things are awesome. I love those. And so another brand I like is, of course, Matt Nat. Even though the products are made in China, they really check into making sure that the workers are taken care of. It's not slave labor. And they use PVC and recycled soda bottles on the interior. And the designs are fabulous. It's kind of cool when people come up and take a look at them and they go, oh, this is cool. And they want to see the inside. And I say... It's made with soda bottles. It is? 
That's so cool. Like they, I think, um, a lot of these products make people think more about how you can reuse items too, and how recycled products look just as fantastic as a product that's made one time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It they look just as good. They they it doesn't look like it's pieced together. It doesn't look cheap like what most people think no. goods look like. No, and you know how much I like bags, so I like the mat and nap bags a lot. <laughs> Those are nice bags. One of my other favorite brands is Malia Designs. They makes they make uh, purses and wallets out of recycled cement bags, and I they're just it's so much fun. They have different designs on them. It's they have elephants, they have serpents, they have an anchor version, and it's so nice to see that this company not only are they recycling goods but they're supporting the fight against human trafficking right and those are those are bags those are handbags and wallets that they make right the malia yeah so they have everything from a a men's wallet up to a women's wallet to clutch purses to um, small day bags they have um, they have briefcases they have messenger bags they have shopping bags made out of them it's just a giant selection of products there yeah that's a really nice company and so for our own t-shirts we've been using american-made t-shirts uh the we have a bamboo t-shirt that's phenomenal we have all we try to make uh we try to pick organic cotton shirts which are just beautiful to wear the bamboo is so soft like, people think that it's so weird that it's a grass, right? Yeah. Bamboo. And they think, like, it's on, we have bamboo floors, so it's, they're hard. And you have to be, you know, you can't walk on them for that long without something on your feet because they bother, you know, they're so hard on your feet. But when they make the, make it into a fabric and you put it on your body, it's so soft. It's amazing how versatile bamboo is well not only that it's antibacterial so it doesn't smell um it whisks away your sweat during the summer it actually cools your body by two degrees when it's hot out so it actually keeps you cooler than a regular cotton t-shirt i think you've had that one black bamboo t-shirt for years now it's going on like 15 years yeah a long time and it looks pretty darn good still it it's good. Like the fabric holds up pretty well. Yeah, it's really durable. It's it's almost like it's a little bit better than cotton. I- so there's a lot of products on the website for you to check out. Um, that's grapecat.com. So what are you grateful for? <sighs> what? Well, I I hope I'm grateful for everything. I mean, <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, there's. I'm grateful to have a family that I care about deeply and I'm grateful for our three cats because they make me laugh and they're adorable and oh and that's Cam if you've heard any meowing throughout the podcast that's Cam because she thinks that we're talking to her because we talk to her a lot she's a sweet little girl um I'm grateful for um, figuring, having having a way to figure out 
um, a way to live my life compassionately. I think it took some time. I mean, I was probably 40 by the time I, I was about 40 by the time I was vegetarian. So I'm grateful that I am still willing to learn and change in my life that I'm not averse to that. And that I know that there's so many opportunities for me in my life. And, um, I'm grateful for all the wonderful people that we've met in the last seven years or so on our journey to, to being vegan. Yeah. I mean, I'm grateful for all those things too. This has been an amazing last couple of years since we started the group. We've never had friends like this. We've never been included in so many things. We've, we haven't, I haven't traveled as much as I want to. And we've traveled all over the world. We went to Japan, we've been to London. Um, so in the last 10 years, it's been quite a ride and we're looking for even more coming up in the years ahead. 2016 should be a good year for us. 2016 is going to be a great year for us. Thank you for listening to the first episode of the Grape Cat Vegan Fashion and Business Podcast. If you have enjoyed this episode, you can find the show notes and links at grapecat.com. Do us a favor before you go and take a few seconds and rate this podcast. Thank you for dressing compassionately. Yeah, creating a vision, seeking our passion. Great cat, compassion, fashion. Made in the U.S., eco-friendly. High quality without getting all spendy. We create the best, bringing it to you. Shirts, coats, wallets, everything we do. Dress with compassion. We're a vegan store. GrapeCat.com for more.